Welcome to the midweek Mission Ridge podcast known as Footnotes. Footnotes is here to give you some of the stuff that we didn't have time to cover in the sermon and encourage you to dig in deeper as you study the text. So let's dive in and check out what's in the footnotes. Welcome to another episode of Footnotes. Glad to have you with us this week on the podcast comprising of the people that are talking would be Jennifer Bartlett. Hi, guys. Robbie Croyle. Hello. And myself, Logan. Oh, I got the shortcoming now. Uh, the shortcoming? Oh, yeah. I oh. got the shortcoming. The shortcoming. The shortcoming. Yeah. Yeah. What day is today? Uh, today is Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. So it, it's only taken us 24 and a half hours, uh, 24 and almost three quarters of an hour to start the recording of this podcast. <laughs> That's a shortcoming. That's yeah, it's, well, This one's definitely not making it out on time. No, I it's mean, two days. Technically 48, 48 hours. Yeah, 48 four, hours. 48.7 hours. <clears throat> yeah, well, yeah. because we, we, we came in, we finished our Super Sabbath. Super Sabbath! Da-da-da! <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, like yeah, we'll we'll finish that up with a uh, uh, with a little footnotes recording. But then we just, but we always kind of debrief what we prayed about and what we sent. Yeah, God and Jen was here, us. and we had had that like the team meeting on Sunday with everybody, and there was things that were talked about, and then you had to go, and then and it was like, five o'clock, and we're like, oh man, well, Robert, yeah, yeah, you we, had to go we, pick up somebody like ten minutes from then, so we're like, well, we'll just record it on Wednesday. All right. And and we're gonna start at four today, <laughs> and, <coughs> and it's four forty-five. <laughs> we like Killing talking it. to each other. That's why we're it's on a rel- podcast relational together. Relational discipleship. Yeah. Emphasis on relational, I guess. All right. So, so good. So. Oh good. man, that is yeah shortcomings. There you go. I I I the, did anyone count how many times I said rest? No. It was a lot. It okay, was. so apparently I said rest a lot. I, I don't know. I it's, did catch when you said nevertheless or none, nonetheless. I, I don't know. You said one of the two okay. and Super you intentionally dope. took a pause. And I think you like, I was in the tech booth, so I don't know. But I was like, did he just look in Jen's direction? <laughs> uh, I don't think I did. I think I was just like pausing to let myself think before I spoke. Oh, I've been experimenting with it. Okay. I'm not very good at it yet. Because it was like, nevertheless, you, you know, I, I think he's just gotten into that mode. Anytime he's near a microphone and he says that word, <laughs> he gives it a second. Like it, it's just, it's just let it sizzle. It's Pavlonian. Let it sizzle. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> nevertheless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah. Oh. So there, there was that. Uh, we we had the uh, oh there was the Rob you did a little bit of an intro for the sermon coming out of the announcements and as you were going through the intro I was like wait that was I had that in my intro oh crap <laughs> which of these bullet points is he talking about oh no it gave me a small <laughs> panic attack not really just like oh wait no that's gonna throw the rhythm off on this terribly. <laughs> I'm going to go up there and pretend like he didn't say any of that. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> you, one, did. You, you, you can do that. Um, you know, two, I, I, I know. I was thinking, do I splice in his intro for the podcast recording? <laughs> a, a year ago that if you would have done that to me, that would have bothered me more. Like it would have required more processing time. 
And so I, I get that. Um, yeah. it, it, it takes a certain number of reps where you just go, all right. And you've, you've departed from, you've, you've gone, you've gone, uh, oh, what's the book? Good Night Opus? It was Good Night Opus. I don't know. It's one that I read as a kid a lot. Uh, but it's departed from the text. You've gone noteless, oh. kind of, you've, or minimal note, minimal note. I'm still pretty structured in mine. So there you mm-hmm. go. I don't know. That's about all the shortcomings we got. We're short. I guess there was the big pause because I forgot to do communion. <laughs> or forgot to tell people to hand out communion, so then we had a, a reflective pause. That's what mm. we'll call it. Yep. Yeah. In between there. So you should yeah. just when that happens, just be like, and now let's prepare our hearts for communion as it's being passed out. <laughs> yeah. If I would have done that, that would have been a lot better. <laughs> you have your you have your game plan then for when you preach in two, two weeks. weeks. Yeah. Bum bum bum. I'm coming again, guys. Uh, back at it again. Sweet, sweet, sweet. All right. Well, now, this is maybe a little bit of a shortcoming segue into our first topic, which is we didn't think up our definition of Sabbath until after the first week of the Sabbath series. We also didn't think up the dope way to do the uh, the next steps. That's true. Until the second week of the Sabbath series. You know what? We are living roughly right. You know, just living it out. The Lord is providing when we need it, and we needed it for the second week. But we got this sweet definition of Sabbath now to work with. Because we we were thinking we should probably, and by we, I mean Rob was thinking, and then me and Jen, we agreed with him, Mm -hmm. uh, that we should have a definition of Sabbath, that we're all unified on what we're working towards there. Rob, do you happen to have that pulled up? Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, last year we did the Sabbath series, and we we, we really kind of focused on what we're not trying to do, and, and we just kind of want to, like, we were introducing this over a four- or five-week period, and we wanted to hit on some of the same kinds of conversations this time, but we were fine-tuning the process just a little bit. And so as, as I was sitting there listening to you, preach i'm going oh we really haven't told them what it is we've told them what's not mm-hmm. but we haven't really said what it is and so i'm like well i think i was at the gym i started like just kind of putting down okay so i want this element in there and i want this element in there and i want this element like i just i want a simple way of thinking about sabbath and so here's our working definition for for Mission Ridge Church uh, within our evangelical uh, context. Sabbath is a weekly 24-hour period we choose to set apart to cease from our regular routine so we can intentionally engage with God, ourselves, and those important to us. I'll drop that in the show notes for everybody. Yeah. In case you want to see it. So, you know, we get at so last year we got asked the question, well, do I have to do Sabbath? Uh, no, it's just something that we choose to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a biblical concept, and so it's an imitation, and, and we've always presented that way uh, for our folks. It's a, it, there is an invitation from God to uh, establish, I'm sorry, to experience Sabbath, and we're going to talk even... Um, how that shows up in the New Testament as an imitation, 
and how it's something that um, should be part of our discipleship. Um, and so it's a 24-hour period that we choose to set apart. So there could be different days of the week uh, for different people. Most people within the church, if they think in terms of Sabbath for themselves, they, they would say it's Sunday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as pastors, we don't pick that day because we are... In I usually work on Sundays. Yeah, that's a full. It's a full, you know. <laughs> it's a full day for you. Full day. Usually um, starts with a uh, seven hours of work, mm-hmm. followed so, by a nap, followed by maybe some more work. Yep. Mm. And so we're ceasing from our regular routine. That you know, just um, whatever, whatever we would normally engage in, we're, we're ceasing from that. And that word "cease" is important because that's what the word Sabbath actually means. And we're doing that so that we can intentionally engage with God, ourselves, and those important to us. And so it's it's very relational. Um, and, and then the pieces that we talked about as far as stop, rest, contemplate, uh, delight, like these 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 are all these are all things that you could put into Sabbath that, that makes Sabbath uh, special and mm-hmm. enjoyable and spiritual and meaningful, but... They deepen it. Yeah. So so that's our that's our working definition. Did you give that to me one more time? By Sa- me, I mean everybody listening. Yeah. 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 Uh, Sabbath is a weekly 24-hour period we choose to set apart to cease from our regular routine... So we can intentionally engage with God, ourselves, and those important to us. I like it. It's a pretty good definition. Mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. Pretty solid. All right. I'm excited for this. So that's the definition for that for Mission Ridge, and that's. That's what we're going to invite people into. There you go. Consider yourself invited. And it defined. (laughs) And now you know what you're invited to. Mm -hmm. Hey, how about that? (laughs) Alrighty then. Let's have ourselves a little discussion about burnt out God in entertainment. I'm so excited for this. I was wondering if like this was going to pump you up, pump you up. I'm get. I'm going to pump you up, Hans and Franz. <laughs> no little girly men here. <laughs> if you get that SNL reference, then you remember the good old days. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh man! All right. So uh, I brought this up because I was thinking about this as I was I was writing things and uh, for the sermon. I was thinking about it. I was like, wait, there are times where. Like I, first thing that popped into my mind was uh, a TV show that I watched sometime during the last year with COVID, uh, Miracle Workers, hmm. with Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay, ringing some bells, and I believe I'm gonna I'm gonna double check this here. I believe it's uh, Steve Buscemi that plays God. Uh, in the in that show. 
Uh, there's and it's just the first season. The it, it's the show is kind of weird because they change. Like they have the same cast, but it's a completely different set of characters for the season two. So like the first season takes place hypothetically in heaven. Okay. Uh, which is like a big Amazon factory is what it feels like. Okay. Uh, and Daniel Radcliffe's character is down and he's like a burnt out angel. Uh, and he works in the prayer department answering prayers. Awesome. Right. Imagine a little Bruce almighty style, like, Uh but there's like, and there's, it's, it's really kind of clever how they do it. Uh, and then there's this young upstart angel that gets promoted to down there and then really wants to like do some good, but ends up creating like all sorts of havoc because she answers prayers in the wrong way mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, like oh, there was a, t- you just unleashed a, you know, butterfly effect style, you know, tsunami or something. Right. <laughs> uh, hilarious, hilarious. Um, but some of them are like, they got to go up to God, right. To get certain clearance or something. If I remember right, that's how we're introduced to the character of God. Uh, in this show, God is like this super depressed. I, I think the actor's name is Steve Buscemi. Let me see. Uh, yep, Steve Buscemi. Um, which, if you know who that is, or you look him up, you'd be like, "Oh, that actor." Um, <laughs> and so he's just like this depressed. He's like tired of Earth, and he's ready to move on. Like, so uh, he he decides that he's going to end the world. Oh wow. Uh, it's now the apocalypse. Like he's gonna end the world. It's all gonna close down. He's gonna start over new. He's got a fresh idea or whatever, right? Does Daniel Radcliffe save the day? Uh, by the end of the season, is a spoiler alert. Yes, but it involves having to get two humans to fall in love. <laughs> they make a bet. There's a bet involved with God, and the, but then you know they and uh, it's it's clever Aww. and all sorts of funny. Love, uh, love conquers all. Love conquers all. Um. Yeah. But it, it, it's got this God playing, you know, this God character as being burnt out and depressed, mm-hmm. right? Like, he needs rest. Right. Uh, and then I, I, that got me thinking, this actually happens a decent amount in various fictitious stories. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought next of Supernatural. Okay. The TV show. That has gone for a billion and a half years on, I think the CW or something, right? Yeah. Um, I've <coughs> never seen an episode. Uh, I've seen some, so I, I know, but I know enough of it that uh, God is just kind of. So you got all these angels and demons fighting, and you're like, well, where is God? Well, God is just an angry, like he just like left. He's just the absentee father, right? Burnt out. And not there, overburdened, just doesn't care anymore, etc. Like when we think of burnout, and we and we put this on God in these fictitious concepts, that that that's kind of what happens there. It it got me thinking. Like this is really kind of, uh, it it, we we realize that it's a problem Mm -hmm. for the God character to be burnt out. Like you see that, and that creates a problem in this story, right? Um, and the irony that I saw from this was that how often do we see it as, oh, if it's a problem for that character, and look at all the chaos that 
Just on this little TV show. Yeah, just on this little TV show, right? In this little microcosm of God takes a break or or God not doesn't take just is burnt out. It's not that he takes a break, but he's just burnt out and just not doing his, you know, not functioning like he should. Right. Look at what happens when that happens or um or when God doesn't know when to say enough, think Bruce Almighty, and Bruce answers all of the prayers, yes, right? right? Well, and, and I was thinking it creates chaos. I was thinking Bruce Almighty because why does Morgan Freeman? I can't remember why he he says, doesn't get tired and take a break. It's just that Bruce thinks that he could do a better job than okay. God, and God's like, "All right, give her a go." Okay, like, just yeah, for I, the Buffalo area, which I, is hilarious. I, I love, love I love the uh, the sticky notes. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, I need a sticky note for every. every I need curve. a filing system for this. Yeah, <laughs> sticky notes. <laughs> oh, covered. I, how 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 they pulled that off? Oh, that is classic, though. So good, so good. So, but I mean, we mm-hmm. see this like God out of order. Like God, Morgan Freeman, he takes a break. He, mm-hmm. you know, or 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 Bruce Almighty, you know, Bruce when he's playing the role of God and he doesn't know when to say no. Right. When to say enough and he answers all the prayers yes, right? It creates chaos. Um so w- within this little microcosm when God is not functioning properly, it creates these cha- the chaos for all of these people that are under him, right? And so take that and apply that to your own life of I'm not saying you're God, but I'm saying like God because as an image bearer of God, Imago Dei might uh, might have some similarities there in in what we could maybe uh, live from there. If if we aren't stopping, if we're not resting, how can we say that we wouldn't create similar chaos in our children's lives, in our poor little betta fishes' lives, in our uh, you know? And I'm struggling for an example in my own life, but you know, our people that are lives. volunteer, our friends' lives, our volunteers' lives, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like when this, when you get out of balance that way and you, or you get burnt out, which is the ultimate end, like result of not resting, you're forced to rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember, uh, and you, you might begin to the, well, you just had surgery on your shoulder. So I, I think you sure. should probably, when we're young, <laughs> we, we kind of lie to ourselves and we're like, oh, I could do this to my body because, uh, because I could. I could survive this. I could overcome this. Blah blah blah. But I'm invincible, right? But spoiler alert: you're not. But there comes a time where where the body pays a price, mm-hmm. and and so and, I, and we'll just use our surgery as like what percentage? Two hundred and seventy degrees of my shoulder. Yeah, three fourths. Three fourths. Doing the math at home. It never, like, it always shocks me. Like, I've heard the number so many times. Imagine the pie chart. Most of it's gone. Yeah, and 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 for you, that's a known quantity because you just had that, because you just had the imaging and you had to have the surgery. But But how many of us are living with that same deficit and we don't know sure. that, we're, that we're living with that deficit? Yeah. Okay, so that's our physical bodies. Now let's talk about our relationships and and all the spiritual spiritual realities, mm-hmm. because God created all this to function a certain way. And if we don't 
if we if we drive the car in a way that the car is not designed, well, you can do that for so long, but it pays a price. Mm-hmm. Uh, the classic is you know someone drives a you know half ton like it's a one ton. Yeah, you know, and you, and you see you see it loaded down with gravel in the back, and the back end is is dragging and. Oh, yep. when I went to visit Brandon and Lauren, there was a pilot that was weighed down and dragging some sort of trailer, and like the axle was bent. It was so <laughs> overloaded. <laughs> that is no bueno. <laughs> that is no bueno. So that's what I envision as you're talking about this. The dude's about to have his comeuppance. Mm-hmm. And so you know we could we could we could lie to ourselves and say, well, I don't need the rest, you sure. know. And there's there's I don't movies. Have to, I don't have to stop. There's 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 fictional characters that we watch all the time, and they're like, oh, that's you need that, but I don't need that, you know. Mm-hmm. And the hero never needs to rest. Oh yeah, <laughs> and and we like being the hero of our own story. Absolutely. And so, well. I like being the hero of everyone's story. We're uh, <laughs> oh well, okay. Um, I'm, I'm gonna leave it alone. I don't have the wherewithal to deal with that one. Yeah, pressing on, <laughs> pressing on from there. But um, yeah, so that that burnt out God. I I mean, this is a this is a. God character that's personified, right? It's it's the yeah. It, it instead of uh, we're made in God's image, God is made in our image, as right. as it were in this in this storyline, and, and maybe they're telling a better story about ourselves than we would think, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you know, like hey, here's the resultant chaos when you think that you're God, when you think that you don't need rest. When you think you don't need Sabbath, when you let yourself, when you let yourself get to the place where you just don't care anymore, mm-hmm. mm. burnt out. Burnout's real. If you don't mm. stop, you burn out. Yep. Been yeah. there, done that. Have the T-shirt. <laughs> and, and in multiple sizes. Twenty twenty tested all kinds of theories on what we can and can't. Like how many people felt exhausted last year? Right. Now, right. Uh, yeah, I was talking to somebody today, and they're like, "Well, it's because of the stress level." This is not the last twenty twenty was not the first time in human history that we faced immense stress. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, um, and um, you know. There's a quote that we will probably refer to often um, from the daughter of uh, Rabbi Heschel, where she says that there are certain topics that they were not allowed to talk about on Shabbat. And this was, you know, she grew up during the uh, Vietnam War. Mm. Uh, she grew up during um, the... Uh, Oh, civil rights movement, and and her dad was actually involved mm-hmm. uh, in the civil rights movement. He he actually marched with Martin Luther King, and so th- we're talking about a pressure-filled time period in, in a tumultuous period 
in American culture. And, and yet their, their approach to that stress is we're going to rest from it. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're going to rest from that. We're going to cease... We're, we're going to cease from talking about this. Um, I, my tendency is not to look at Facebook on Shabbat, on my Sabbath. That seems restful. Mm-hmm. Because of the conversations. And, and even if I just want to check in and check out my, you know, my buddy's kids' pictures, which is honestly like I, I probably have Facebook 90% of it's for for keeping track of my, my friends and their families, you know, see how they're doing. Sure. That's what I would prefer to focus in on is, is that. But invariably, if I, if, if I'm looking, uh, on any day in particular, you know, but, but especially on Sabbath, if I happen to open up, there's a conversation. I'm like, Oh, I really don't need that conversation today. Yeah. Closing this. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Yeah, good call. Burnt, burnt out God. Burnt out God. Must be, must be what the problem is in this world. Mm-hmm. That's it. There you go. Steve Buscemi is just, just over it. <clears throat> <laughs> I I can't remember if that show's appropriate or not to recommend. Like, I don't remember, but I do remember that I enjoyed the heck out of it. So if you go see it and it's not appropriate, I'm sorry. Well, my first thought is it has Steve Buscemi in it, so it's probably not appropriate. Because, but I, ju- I also, just, I honestly just don't remember. I think it, I think it was network TV though. It's TV 14, so it can't be too. It's probably bad. like a so-so. Yeah. I, I, I didn't remember anything super flagrant. I mean, it's mildly irreverent because I mean it's portraying God and angels and, mm-hmm. and you know, God's a mildly depressive C- Steve Buscemi <clears throat> who really likes watching, if I remember right, really likes watching the Snoop Dogg Planet Earth commentary, which who doesn't like watching that? I've never even heard of that. Oh, you got to go look that up now. That is not necessarily appropriate, but hilarious. Uh, all right. So let's talk about uh, creation story. This is This is good stuff here. And uh, I saw this, Rob, I think, Rob, you added this in the, the footnotes thread of things we should talk about. Yeah. This yeah. is yeah, this is a great idea. Like, this is dope. This is super good. Creation story that involves rest versus creation stories that don't involve rest, Ooh. a.k.a. involve chaos. Yeah. Let the grudge match begin. <laughs> so, uh, and we talked about th- this idea of there being, uh, so the Israelites, they were exposed to a number of creation stories in Egypt. Mm-hmm. And uh, a year ago, we talked about those creation stories and and um, just, you know, some yeah. of the elements of, of those creation stories. And, and, and then you have the um, classic Greek god... And the the creation stories that comes out of that, and so there's a, a pretty common theme is that that's chaotic, that the gods are angry, that uh, that man is an accident or a uh, vengeful sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so and and man's just kind of in the way and just kind of suffering because 
um, because the gods need to be appeased and uh, they're they're a tool um, for you know getting back at someone else. You know, you did this to me, so well, here you go. I'm gonna Here's create me. mankind. Yeah. So take that. Um, and instead, God in his Genesis account in in chapter one says creation is good, it is good, it is good. And when God makes man, it is very good. Tov mayod. And then uh, starting off in chapter two, and you, you, you talked about this, by the seventh day, God completed his work, which he had done, and he rested on the seventh day from all uh, his work, which he had done. Uh, then God blessed seventh day and sanctified it. He made it holy because in it he rested from all his work, which God had created and made. And and so in part of the the creation account, according to the rabbis, is Sabbath, is ceasing, is shalom. And uh, I, I'd never really connected that concept like... I knew I knew it wasn't as chaotic, mm-hmm. but God actually brings peace into His creation account hmm. through Sabbath, through rest, through ceasing. It's uh, it's very intentional. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. It's very so, nice. So that was just a kind of a fun moment when I was uh, this as you yeah com- coming from from chaos to to peace and order. Mm-hmm. Little maraschino cherry rest on top. Yeah, Boop. like everything's everything's in everything's where it should be. Yeah, it just had to, as you were preaching Sunday. It just man, you you preach on that. It's just like oh, that is so good. Mm-hmm. That is so good, and which, which you know, when people ask, well, do do we do I have to Sabbath? Um, no, you get to. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> no, but why wouldn't you want to? Like, yeah, and that's and that's the thing, you know. It's kind of like, um, <sighs> like I I get it coming from one angle, like from one side, like I like I I told the story of like making myself do the the Lord of the Rings, but like. There's times where I like Logan, human Logan does not want to Sabbath. I don't mm-hmm. want to stop. I don't want to cease. Right. I don't. I. I. I what, for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, there, we there, we feel more comfortable. It sounds like you feel more comfortable. Sure. Like I. I don't have to think about stuff. Maybe like the uncomfortable thoughts that came to me late in the sermon making process. And I was like, I don't want to. Um, um, do I have to? I don't want to talk about that. I'll just leave that in my notes. And maybe, maybe I'll come. Nope, nope. I'm gonna talk about that. Mm, dang it. Sometimes, that, sometimes silence is violence. Uh, yeah, because yep. well, I mean, it was oddly enough, Sabbath falls right for me. Falls right before Sunday, so I got to sit with the uncomfortable thought of the fact that I was gonna talk about the uncomfortable thoughts. <laughs> like, well, crap. And here we go. <laughs> All right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, I got to talk about that. But I mean, it's so what for but there's a there's a cacophony, there's any number of reasons why we mm. might not want to stop and cease. Mm. I mean, we might be having too much fun. We might be wanting to ignore stuff, slowing down is scary, whatever mm. the case may be. Uh but I will say when I make myself do that, 
when I do stop, I've never been disappointed. Right. Mm. Like I've never gotten I've gotten done with Sabbath where I don't do a great job of stopping mm-hmm. or I don't do a great job of turning off my mind and resting. Right. And I'm disappointed at the end of that sometimes where I'm like, ah, man, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity. Yeah, like, ah, oh, I didn't, I, that wasn't a great Sabbath. Mm-hmm. The good news there, I get to do it again next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's, it's always like, that's the good news about Sabbath is you can't ever mess it up. Like, you can't fail at Sabbath because you always get another chance next week. Right. Like, it's coming back around. Yeah. Right. Um, but, I, I've never been disappointed that I stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite the opposite. Right. Yeah. For me, the biggest thing that uh, that made stopping hard was, uh, well, it, it Sabbath really changed for me when I became the lead pastor. Uh, because prior to that point, I didn't, feel the weight of everything that happens on Sunday. Sure. I, I had, remember yeah, I remember when when that shift became I remember you talking about this. Yeah, and 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 part of that is, you know, preaching on Sunday and until I really, you know, became comfortable with in my own skin as it mm-hmm. were uh, you know, you know, for, probably for the first year I was like can I even do this. Mm. Like I was listening, I would listen to my sermons after after preaching to evaluate whether or not I should fire myself. I'm kind of <laughs> should I <laughs> you know, it was yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And so and with Sabbath happening on Saturday and and the way I process uh, for for speaking, public speaking, um, you know, the more I know something, the better. You know, even my own notes. Like, uh, it, it's one thing to know that hey, I'm gonna talk about X, Y, and Z. Um, sometimes I lose track of where I want to talk about certain elements, mm-hmm. and then I can trip myself up. I mean, that was more, uh, you know, that was more of an issue. You know, a year ago. Now, now I could go. Hey, did I already say this? Or I, could, I did. Okay, so pressing on. Um, where a year ago, example last week. Yeah, the chosen. And yeah. there, yep. Yep. Um, how many times have I said the chosen today? Okay. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll give we'll, it two more times. One more time. Let's go. <laughs> um, it's but, a good show. But um, a, a year ago, that would have been like. That would really trip me up. Like, oh, uh, where, where do I go now? Kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, now, now it's I'm much more comfortable. Mm-hmm. But I was a so even 90 days ago, I was still practicing my sermon once on a Saturday night. Mm. And then one week, I was like, I'm not going to do it this week. Mm. Now, I I would do a 24 hour Sabbath. But I was always still practicing Saturday night. Well, we we typically have our kids over Saturday night, so um, it was a twenty four hour Sabbath. But there was always this little hiccup somewhere in the middle because I had to 
fit in because my kids were coming over at night. You know, I had to fit it in somewhere before they got there. And so, so I'm thinking about, you know, I'm thinking about, think about. So that, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just yep. a, and so I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. And, uh, and so, you know, we start talking about let's move up our planning cycle within the week so we have certain things done. So we're not thinking about that Saturday night, you know, and, and, and we just kind of challenge ourselves to kind of move up our whole planning timeline, all that. And I enjoy my Sabbath so much more by stopping, mm-hmm. ceasing from that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if I could. Um, and so, and then, and then Christy doesn't feel like she could relax until the house is clean. And we would, and because she wanted to clean, you know, I, I I didn't care if we cleaned it until Saturday, Sunday, but she would want to clean and it'd be Saturday and that's my Sabbath. I'm going, uh, you're cleaning and I'm not, I feel kind of like a jerk by sitting here. Um, so I've started cleaning on Friday nice. so that Christy can fully relax so that she could fully cease on Saturday, which this is the, and, and both of these, both of these things that you've mentioned, the, the pre moving, kind of moving up our planning schedule and then also cleaning on Fridays now for you just to prepare and facilitate mm-hmm. yeah, for, for Christy to Sabbath well, so that then you can Sabbath well also. Like, right. this is a this is a team sport for you guys. I don't know, two become one flesh or something like that. Something, there's something, there's something. There's yeah, something. yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, uh, something, something, something. A little something, something. But it, both of these tie in with the, the idea and, and some of the next steps of this takes effort. Sabbath takes work oddly enough yeah the irony of like doing sabbath and sabbathing well Mm -hmm. ceasing well takes work takes preparation oh yeah a a a great vacation you gotta if you you, Mm -hmm. someone's got to plant that thing sure like you don't typically just walk into an amazing vacation like someone's got to you know buy the airline tickets and someone's got to schedule the hotel and some you know or you just have to really love chaos. Yeah. Mm, yeah, there's there's some people out there like that. <laughs> I feel like there's maybe a person in this room that is avoiding admitting it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nevertheless. Mm. Yeah, nevertheless. <laughs> Oh well, that's all we have this week on uh, footnotes. Thank you for <laughs> so joining in us. In accordance with stopping, <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Footnotes on the Mission Ridge podcast. For more information about Mission Ridge, please visit our website at missionridge.church. Thanks for tuning in. We hope the rest of your week is straight up hashtag blessed. And that you'll join us again next week for more footnotes.